Joining me again to go through all the action from the finals uh, over in Tokyo, Mr. Bobby Hurley. Bobby, another great finals action. Another close finishes in a lot of races. A lot to go through, mate. How'd you see that one? Oh, more upsets. A lot of upsets. A, a little deflated after watching um, Australia in that relay um, just, you know, 10, 15 minutes ago before recording this. So, um, you know, day five of the competition, we're starting to see a few people get tired, a few teams go up and down, and, and of course, the Americans continue to lift. Yeah, and we'll get to that a little bit later with the relay and, and the makeup of the relay and a bit of conjecture, especially with around Molly O'Callaghan going a junior world record uh, in the heats. And poor Molly, she's killing mm. it in, in all of the heat swims, but she's, they're just not getting her in there. And I guess she's young, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Mate, the 800 kicked us off. Um, what about the American Fink with his finish in that last 50? Oh. He came home in 26.3. It's absolutely flying. So, you know, he wasn't even in the picture. It was, it was unfolding to be a really good race, obviously, with, with those three European distance stars, um, Wellbrook and Romanchuk in the middle, and, and Palcineri swam, swam a really brave race, I thought, out of lane eight um, after having a pretty poor heat swim. So he swam himself into, into some form and, and showed his sort of champion characteristics. Again, we see a lane eight medal. So Pouchinari finished finished uh, with the silver, but but think on the other side of the pool, it was it was a slow race. You know, the first four hundred, the first six hundred was slow, and and that you know I, I don't know too much about him, but that obviously suited him. Um, and the sprint home was was all over the place. I, I was half expecting Wellbrook from Germany to sprint home. That's normally his um, trademark finish. Yeah, but it was the American. So um, you know. Really, really cool racing, and that's that's the first eight hundred um, for the men's at, at the Olympics, and um, and you know Bobby Fink takes the gold. Yeah, absolutely. Um, came from the clouds, came out of nowhere, and yeah, to your point, I think it's good to see some close racing. Um, the two hundred breaststroke was for me the highlight of the morning. Um, I mentioned to you yesterday that you know I'm a big Stubbly Cook fan. Uh, he didn't disappoint. Uh, he won in a 2.063, very dominant in the timing in, in terms of when you look across it. Uh, Kaminga second, Matson third. Uh, Chupkov uh, lifted a little bit there, I thought, and, and got in for a fourth. But uh, what a race from Zach Stubbley Cook. Yeah, awesome race from Zach. Uh, again, you know, we keep speaking about when the Australians win gold, they're, they're executing their perfect race plan under pressure. And, and Zach just did his thing. Um, you know, he's outlasted the 50, lasted the 100 and just goes 32 low, 32 low, 32 low. And when everyone else dies off, he just maintains pace. So, you know, cool, calm and collected was, was Zach Stubblity Cook. And, um, you know, first gold on, on the individual goal for the Australian men's team, which is, which is really awesome to see um, for him. And, you know, he wasn't far off that world record as well. Um, you know, Chupkov finished off the podium and, and Maddie Matson from from Finland was a big uh, a big surprise for for the bronze medal there. So um, yeah, well done to Zach and and his coach Vince Raley too. I'm sure uh, I used to swim with Vince a, a couple of years ago, and you know Vince has been aiming for this Olympic champion for for his whole coaching career. So that's well deserved. Absolutely well said, mate. We get to the uh, women's hundred meter freestyle semifinals. Um, Emma McKeon obviously looked phenomenal in her semi-final number two with a 52-3. Sharon Jorge, uh, again, still looking very, very strong, 52-4. Kate Campbell, I thought, swam pretty well. And Sarah Shostrom, 
still, you know, showing that she's got that class there with a 52-8. It's going to be a fast final tomorrow. Really fast. I think 52-6 won the last Olympics. And before that, probably no one's been under 53. So, you know, Kate's probably led the uh, the generation of, of sprinters into the 52s and into the 51s as well. Um, you know, she was beaten by Jorge in that that first semifinal. So Siobhan Jorge coming off the the silver medal in the 200 freestyle um, turn first. She had some she had some quick 50 meter speed. So um, you know, looking at the results, I think she's the threat to Emma McKeon in the final for gold. Um, I think Emma deservedly starts favourite, and then she backed up again with a with a 52-3, another really fast uh, semifinal swim. Um, and Emma can front end it or she can back end it with that 200 meter background. So there's multiple ways that she can race this one. Um, and if she executes again with the Australians, that her, her perfect race plan then, and she goes 52 low, then she should win. But, but Jorge will be close. She'll be right there as will Kate, you know, Kate will be swimming for gold. And um, there's plenty of talent in the rest of the field with, with Sostrom, who's, who's obviously a little bit below her best but she is the world record holder and, and Alexiak will be out in one of the wide lanes too. Hey, question without notice. How much does a, a relay final performance uh, affect a finals the following day, do you think? We look at Emma McKean, she just swam in the four by two. We look at a Penny Alexiak, I'm pretty sure she just swam in the four by two for Canada as well. We look at what Kyle did in the four by two and then having to back it up and not, I'm not saying that that was the reason he didn't quite get gold, but does it play a part? Do you think how, how much of this, you know, should we look into? Depends how the swim was, if it was a good confidence boosting swim or not. And, and I'm sure for Kyle last night, it, it's a bonus to get another medal um you know he does it with his mates he does it with the, with the Aussie boys so that would have been I think a positive and he's still got 24 hours before the final this morning and and it's not a late night or anything with the morning finals it's it's just a long day but he could have got a full night's sleep last night um more focusing on 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 Emma um she had a poor relay swim just then so that's a bit more you know we don't know how much of that was physical but but sort of mentally and emotionally if if she lets that that 200 meter relay swim affect her, then, then it can affect her performance um, in the 100 freestyle final. But, you know, or she could be down in the dumps, but if she can just forget about that and then focus on the next one or, or use that as motivation to then go, okay, well, you know, I had a poor relay for Australia. Now I want to win an individual gold for Australia. Um, but there's certainly some heat on Emma. And, um, and yeah, we'll get to the relay, but that was disappointing. And the 200 backstroke semifinals were next. Uh, I think two clear sort of favourites here, Real of and Greenbank went pretty well with 154.9 uh, as well. How'd you see that one? Yeah, it's the second 154 from Greenbank. He seems to just be going max in, in all of his swims, um, which uh, which he looks confident to do. So he's not worried about them hurting too bad. And, and he'll definitely be in the mix for a podium tomorrow. But Real love was just cruising. Um, you know, how good are his turns and he's underwater and and he's so high in the water and just just cruising along. And he's obviously the 100-meter champion there too. So for me, he starts a, a really hot favorite in that final. And, and Ryan Murphy's probably the only guy that, that could challenge him. I don't think Greenbank can dip into those 153 or, or 153 lows. Relove's been already this year, but, but Murphy can. So um, I see those three well ahead of the field, but but real love ahead of Murphy and Greenbank.
Uh, we move now to the women's 200 meter butterfly and, and one of my new favorite swimmers going around at the moment in, in Zhang Yufei. And I said that to you yesterday. I just love the way she goes about her business. She's swimming super fast at the moment, but I, I love the way she's just going about her business. She looks like the happiest person at the Olympic games in Tokyo. What a race from her. Yeah. Again, if, if you can finish the 200 fly with a smile on your face, you, you're doing pretty well. But um, obviously now she, she's Olympic champion and she did that in commanding fashion. Um, 203 high. It's, it's a really fast time. It's, it's a second quicker than what um, Belmonte went to win the Olympics five years ago. So we were talking about this race, you know, lacking depth and, and being a little bit slow um, yeah, down sort of in, in, in the, in the rankings it is, but the top end was definitely there with, um, with the Americans Flickner and Smith going 205s to, to make the podium as well. So, um, but you know, another Chinese 200 flyer being Olympic champion, I think on the women's side, they've had, they've had a couple, um, you know, this sort of century since, since 2000, it's definitely one of the, the tougher events, which is where they, they shine through. And um, yeah, 203 out in 58, like that's really fast. No one else in the field's got that sort of speed. She, she, she did a Chad Leclerc, but she held on to win this time. <laughs> yeah, she, she definitely did, mate. We move on to the men's 100-meter freestyle, a race that's probably been built over the last five years. Everyone's always been talking about it leading up to Tokyo. Who do you think it's going to come down to? Oof. We mentioned it in the preview shows as well. Uh, it didn't disappoint in that regard. <laughs> it was down to a touch 0.06 Caleb Dressel just getting his hand on the wall 4202 um just outside the world record as well that's got to be said so a phenomenal swim from him Kyle Chalmers 4708 um so close what a great race I think that's going to be one of those races as much as we wanted a gold medal for Kyle we look at that and we go well you can't do much better than that yeah, hundred um, percent. From from a fan's perspective, that was an awesome heavyweight battle. That's that's what we wanted to see. It would have been nicer if Kyle was was next to him or, or just over in that sneaky lane. But it's pretty much exactly what happened at the World Champs two years ago. Same time, same sort of finishing distance, and and Dressel's beaten Kyle at those last two major championships. So you know, Kyle's definitely not disappointed with with that race and and that time or anything. Obviously, you know, the result could have been a little bit better, but we want to see, especially as a fan, we want to see two champions at their best going for it. You know, Titmus and Ledecky in their best form going for it. Chalmers and, and Dressel in their best form going for it. And, and that's what we saw. Um, and I think they all had their best race. I think I think Kolesnikov sort of took it to Dressel off, off the start and through that first 50, um, which again, if when Dressel's been vulnerable, it's when somebody can can match his start and, and try and um, shake him a little bit. Mm. And then Kyle went out quick. He went out 22-71. He, he definitely hasn't gone out that fast before. Um, and, and with 15 metres to go, I thought Kyle had it. I think most of Australia thought Kyle had it. And we know about his finish, but he he, he just didn't have that, maybe that last one or 2% because he, he had to he had to force it on the first 50 more than he usually does and and um a huge congrats again to, to dressel and the, the americans they under pressure and and securing the gold and and doing his best race and um that's dressel's first individual olympic gold medal in fact so um he was emotional after that one and and again it was just a good heavyweight battle to see 
Yeah, he was emotional uh, getting his gold medal. And, and it was good to see. I do enjoy watching the, the athletes show their emotion. I know you do as well. And for him, you know, the amount of pressure that, that's put on him, uh, as is with Kate Ledecky, as is with Adam Peaty for Great Britain. So for him to stand up for his country um, and, and win the one that, you know, they were expecting him to is massive. Uh, we move on to the women's 200 meter breaststroke semis. Um, mate, at the moment, what about South Africa with their, with their breaststroke and the women? And obviously Penny Haynes, a great Penny Haynes, who's been on the podcast as well. And um, she's definitely um, been a part of inspiring these young ones coming through. But Sean Maker with a, a 219 um, at the moment, she's, she's, mate, she's setting the pool on fire. She is. She's, she's absolutely flying. And, and um, Kayleen Corbett, the other South African girl, won the semi there too. So um, I don't know if they train together or if they're under the same coach, but um, we haven't seen South African women um, performing at this level since Penny Haynes in, in the late 90s. So, um, you know, that's really good for their country and, and, and for good to see. But, um, you know, she'll make it, she almost broke the world record in the heat, but I'm surprised she went for it in the heat. You know, she mm. almost broke it again there. And she it looks like she's, emotional and, and crying after the race and in happiness but it's it's too shaky for me you know it's it's I want to see her swim with control and and almost like a Zach Stubbley to cook it and take the emotion out and, and and do the job so you know she was favorite and, and lane four in the hundred and, and got beaten by an outsider and, mm-hmm. and someone that we didn't expect and and um, on paper she's going to steamroll this one but I think somebody could could challenge her and somebody should try and challenge her because when she's under pressure, she hasn't delivered yet. You know, this is this is hers for the taking, but in the past, um, when she's under pressure, we, we need to see how she responds. Absolutely. I think if it is going to come from anyone, it might come from someone in that heat, uh, that semi, sorry, she was in. Chipkova went 220. So that semi-final mm. was, was definitely a lot faster than semi-final number one. Hey, teenage... Teenage breaststroker. Back to teenage breaststroker. That's it. What lane are they in? <laughs> if they're in the outside <laughs> lanes, let's get on. Yeah. Them. Uh, mate, yeah. what about the men's 200 IM, the semifinals? Um, 156 was was the fastest swims with Duncan Scott and Wang. Um, Michael Andrew continues to, to go out like a, a steam train and mm. on world record pace and, and then drops off in that last 50, went 157. Seto's there. Um, Lewis Clairbert of New Zealand is getting into another final, which is awesome for New Zealand. How do you see that one? Uh, really, really open field. I think that's uh, anybody's race for the taking in the finals. Really close um, through the heats and the semis. Um, you know, Mitch Larkin missed the final, so I'm sure he's shattered with that. Um, you know, he obviously dropped the 200 backstroke to focus on that IM, um, and it didn't pay off. And he actually went 154.3 outdoors on the Gold Coast earlier this year in the Tuna backstroke. And I mean, that would be lane four in the Olympic final tomorrow. Mm. Um, so that's, that's a tough one for Mitch. Um, but, you know, Duncan Scott has just got a superior freestyle. I, I think he's, he's the threat there. And, and after not winning the 200 free, he no doubt desperate for an individual Olympic gold medal. Um, Seto surprise is the first good swim we've seen from Seto this week. Maybe he, he missed his taper or he's, uh, that altitude training is just starting to kick in. But Seto will be in the middle of the pool. Um, Higino's in there too. You can't discount somebody like Higino. Chase Kalish missed. Like it's it's nuts. I think Laszlo Chade 
snuck into the final. You know, yep, Lesley yeah, got, got medals at the 2004 Olympics. Like, are you, you know, are you kidding me? But I, I sort of just don't believe that Michael Andrew is going to be an Olympic champion in an individual event. I, I know that sounds bad or whatnot, but, um, you know, again, on paper, he's got the fastest, best time and he will lead it for 175, 180, 190 metres. But I just think he's beatable and mm. people know what his strategy is. They know how to, how to race him. And, and these guys, Duncan Scott and the Swiss guy and, and a few others are going to be coming home quick on that freestyle leg. And I think he's going to get picked up by one, two, or, or maybe even more swimmers on the freestyle. So um, it's, it's, it's going to be wild. Um, it, one big swim from some, somebody, whoever's in lane seven and eight, um, have a chance. <laughs> An outside smoky win, you reckon, for the 200 IM. Uh, mate, we move to the women's 4x2 uh, relay. And as you said, um, for Australia, uh, I guess we went in. We spoke about it yesterday going in as favourites and we were pretty confident. Um, a, I was confident a world record would be broken, which it was from the Chinese women uh, in a 740. Uh, USA second and Australia um, getting in there for the bronze medal. How did you see that one? As I said to you before we started, a bit of conjecture around the makeup of that team. And then, you you know, you look at obviously how the team was was put together with Ariane and then Emma McKeon and those two girls probably didn't have their, their best races. I'm sure they would say as well. Yeah, just, I don't know, shattering. Um, um, especially when after, you know, Stubbly Cook won and we were, we were uh, um even with USA or one behind USA on the gold medal tally. So one gold there for Australia would actually have us after five days of competition equal on gold medals with the American team, which is, which is insane for, for us to be going toe to toe with them. Um, you know, looking at, at the team, obviously Molly O'Callaghan, she, she, she was hard done by in the four by 100 and then really hard done by in this one. She mm. let off 155 one, Yep. last night which would have placed her fourth in the individual final it's from a 17 year old it's crazy good but th- what they did in the heats they swam Brianna Throstel and and um Tamsin Cook who didn't qualify in this relay to swim at the Olympics but they the coaches can can do whatever they want to but they left Leah Neal off the heat swim so Leah Neal was fourth at the at the trials um but after Molly swam really really quick um the rules are when you take people for a relay only event is that Leonil has to swim this week. Um, she, if they left her off the final, they have to scramble to put her in another relay because you, it, you're not allowed to bring a swimmer and not race them. That's, mm-hmm. that's one of the, the official rules. So they sort of signaled their intentions about what that finals team was going to be swapping out all four swimmers. And Leonil hasn't had a race at these Olympic games yet after, after five days. So it's, it was a, it was sort of a risk, but at the same time, you had Titmus and McKeon leading that off. Like it's, it shouldn't be a risk. Um, um, but it just, it, it obviously backfired badly and, and, and questions will be asked. And China um, got a sniff, you know, they had a, had um, a, an amazing lead off that, that Yang went one second quicker than she went in the individual final a day ago. So stepping up for her country and then, the rest of the swimmers just they just raced they just went toe to toe with australia and again we just with the order we, we swam emma second instead of and our titmus first and mckean second instead of putting one of them at the end in case it got in case it got gritty in case we needed 
somebody great to finish that off. Um, so we led them off and we, we weren't even leading up for 400 meters. It's, it's unreal. And so, we, you know, Leah Neal swam decent. She's kind of 155 relay split. It's as good as she can go, but she, she was behind the Chinese girl and had Ledecky chasing her down. Like, and she's probably almost had tears in her eyes when she was up on the blocks. Cause you know, what's going to happen at that point. So she'll be the scapegoat, but um, um, poor, poor early swims from, from the first two girls, Maddie Wilson did a job going 155, but we needed more from our firepower um, on the first two legs. So um, but, but, you know, to take some pressure off them, the, the, the selections have got to be questioned there. Well, hundred percent. That's what I was just about to say to you. Leah, Neil has nothing to, to feel, you know, sorry for. She did a phenomenal job. She did her best. Um, I think everybody was feeling for her watching that last camera angle with the girls coming into the wall as she was on the block. Oh. I know I was, I was thinking this poor girl, like they've, they're basically, I don't say they've said it, but they, you know, they've put her on the spot. Um, as you said, she she hadn't had a swim that week, uh, and this was her first big swim in Olympic uh, finals, and um, she's diving in third to chase. Um, oh, sorry, diving in second. Um, Katie Ledecky on her on her outside, and and she's chasing the Chinese who were you know were already ahead. So you got to mm. feel for her. Yeah, yeah, definitely feeling for her, and, and you know, hopefully there's enough support for her and, and that um, you know around the team at the moment um which which i'm sure there is and and again she she's she swam as good as she could have 155 high or 55 mid um in, in under pressure in between there but but she would have needed something you know out of this world in in order to win um in saying that three teams broke the world record all mm. three went under the world record um from two years ago so it was was a really quick race um, but it's just it's just gold medals left on the table from Australia. That's that's the disappointing thing. Another just quickly uh, impressive swim from um, Zhang Yufei, who was just finished a two hundred fly, and then gets out and jumps in with the with the women's four by two relay uh, at at one stage with fifty meters to go. I thought, oh well, it's got her here. She's you know the the two hundred kicked in that fly, but no, she lifted again and. Uh, had a phenomenal swim for China. She's been really impressive this week. Great swim, as you said, from China. Uh, did take a, a world record to, to knock us off. Um, USA obviously broke the world record as well. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe a bit of complacency from Australia and the selectors. And, and you know, yeah. we saw it in the four by one. That paid off for us, obviously. But there were definitely questions asked in those selections into the final and um, questions asked again today. And it maybe didn't pay off today. No, no, that it certainly didn't pay off. Um, I'm sure we'll we'll hear a little bit more coming out of that. But you know, in the four by one hundred, we we let off our not so fast swimmers, and we were still in the lead. You know, Bronte Campbell and and Meg Harris, and then we threw down Emma McKean and Kate Campbell, and we we're you know, untouchable on the second half, um, which is a good strategy. You know, you got your best swimmers finishing the race, racing for a gold medal. This time we let off our best swimmers and, and they let us down, you know. Um, um, Great Britain yesterday, they let off Tom Dean and he, and he went way slower than his individual race. Like, yeah, he did. These relay, yeah, these relay leadoffs are extremely difficult um, races to, to do, especially if you've, if you've swam exceptionally well in, in that individual event. So, um, you know, that was, that was weird. You know, no one expected that. It's, it's a little deflating. Um, 
Um, you know, we could potentially there's three gold medals in one night in the pool for Australia with Stubbly Cook and, and Chalmers. Um, and you know, hopefully, hopefully the limelight goes to to Zach Stubbly Cook because he's he swam amazing and and hopefully our Australian media focus on the positive and not the negatives of um, today's racing because we're having an amazing Olympics. There's another what have we got? Five gold medals in five days. It's it's really good. Yeah, absolutely, mate. The phenomenal in the pool. And as you said, even if it's not um, the colour that I'm sure when they dive off the blocks they're after, um, we, we're still getting up on the podiums there uh, in most races and challenging and we're there about. So we're doing phenomenally well. As I'd like to do, mate, we didn't do it yesterday, but I want to quickly do it now. Let's get some predictions going through to tomorrow. I'll work backwards. Uh, the men's 200 IM. Okay, I'm going to go Duncan Scott. Ahead of who else is in that final? Can you read that out to me? Uh, you got it in front of you. Yeah, I've got some stuff. I'm going to be brutally honest with you. I actually went to the yeah. toilet during this race, and my missus <laughs> wrote down all of this, all of the stats. So we do have stats here. Uh, Wang went one fifty six two. Duncan oh, Scott yeah, went one fifty six six. So um, yeah. Seto obviously one fifty six eight. We said that he he's you know swam pretty well. Yeah. And Michael Andrew obviously is going to look like he's probably that the winner with one hundred and fifty mm. to go. That looks like the podium to me. Uh, Scott Wang Seto. I think Seto can can um, can can just go max the whole way in, the, in a two hundred and, and do a good job. But um, Wang looked really good winning that semi final, and and I think Duncan Scott's the next beat. Yeah, great work by Alicia, my statistician, by the way. When I <laughs> go up to the toilet, well done to her. She doesn't listen to the podcast, but congrats. Uh, the women's two hundred meter breaststroke, mate. Who do you see winning there? Yeah, hard to hard to tip against Schoenmaker, but uh, I wouldn't write off the the Russian teenage breaststroke. Is it Chukanova? So um, she's I, I think she'll put some pressure on Schoenmaker, but I will stick with uh, with Schoenmaker, Chukanova, and then um, one of the Americans to get third. They'll they'll always be there. It's King been a big boil over this week, isn't it? With Lily King, she's known to be very boisterous about you know America winning races, and and she's known <laughs> to be pretty you know. Um, confrontational around the marshalling area and that sort of stuff, but it's not quite going her way this week. Uh, well, has she, she said, she said before trials, oh, the American women will win every individual race. She did. Just trying to think, have, have the American women won an individual gold medal? I'm thinking, I, I think am so. back. Well, if anyone should oh, know, yeah, it should Jacobi. be us because we went through. Yeah, Jacobi yeah, yeah. Breaststroke. Now, is it, ja is it Jacoby no, or is it Jacoby? Because I heard a oh. couple of American people saying it's Jacoby, so. It's probably apologies. Jacoby then. Apologies to Lydia. I know she's probably a big fan of the podcast. Um, <laughs> the men's 200 meter backstroke final. It's going to be fast. I'm on Relove. Where are you going? Yeah, Relove, Murphy, Greenbank. Um, I think that I think they're pretty pretty clear cut ahead of everybody else. Um, and I, I don't think Murphy's got enough to beat Relove. So Relove um, potentially can be double double Olympic champion, and he's actually rushes first olympic gold medalist since alex popov in 96 so russian swimming coming back yeah absolutely uh and the big one tomorrow that everybody will be getting around um the women's 100 meter freestyle it's going to be quick we know that it's going to be tight we know that it's going to be close on paper and based off form you we've got to say emma mckeon but we we also yeah. know that anything can happen in olympic final yeah certainly Certainly. Um, you know, I, I, I think I tipped Emma 
pre pre meet and and I'll stick with that. It's it, this is her chance to to become an individual Olympic champion. Um, she hasn't done it before at an Olympic or a world level, so this there's there's a lot on the line here for for Emma, and this is as good an opportunity as she'll ever get. Um, the pressure will be from Jorge. I, I think Jorge will be on the podium, and um, and Kate Campbell as well. Um, this time, Kate's got. I don't know what lane she's in, but hopefully she's in seven or eight. But she she won't be the raging hot favorite in this one. So you know, I think, maybe uh, that. Sorry, Matt. I think she'll be in lane yeah. three. If you if you rank third, okay. you in three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She'll be in lane three. So she'll be at the top of the pool. But you know, maybe the the without some some heavy pressure that Kate normally gets and, and scrutiny, um, she can just jump in there and swim. And and um, Kate's got potential to upset as well. Well, absolutely, mate. It's going to be another great final session tomorrow. Uh, I know I've been excited for it, as I said, screaming and jumping around again today. Zach's doubly actually got me in tears, the bugger. Um, I loved that race, so I can't wait to watch some more Aussies in the pool tomorrow. Bobby, thank you very much, mate, for joining me once again, as always, bringing the stats and bringing the knowledge uh, and helping make me look good. So thank you very much. <laughs> Statman, signing out. <laughs> I'm the stat man. Thanks, mate. Have a good night. See ya. See ya.